Hello, welcome back to Metamorphosis. My name is Stephanie, and today I am going to be talking to you about my career story, including seven things that I've learned in my career. Um, as I mentioned in my About Me, I work in marketing. I think I mentioned this. Maybe I didn't. Um, but I work in marketing. Uh, I've been at my company now for just under two years, which is also the longest job that I've held outside of graduating because it was a bit of a job hopper for a bit. Um, <clears throat> I'll, I'll get into that as we get started. Um, but before we get into what I do now and my career story, I figured that I would go back in time a bit to when I started college to share my major story and what I did in college to help get me to where I am today. I'm thinking that could be helpful. Anyone listening, especially if you're in college, um, so yes, so I went to the College of New Jersey, which is a small liberal arts state school about an hour and a half from where I live. So I lived on campus. I started out college as a finance major, actually. Um, and I was a finance major for the first year of college when I decided towards the end of the year that as much as I... I was I'd succeeded in my classes for the most part. Microeconomics was a bit tricky, um, but that helped me with macroeconomics. But um, I succeeded in my classes, and I just I was thinking about jobs and working after college, and I was more drawn to more of like the creative side of like the clubs on campus, and I just felt more drawn to more creative courses. Um, so. I switched my major from finance to communication studies with a minor in marketing. I was actually debating on doing communication or going to be an elementary teacher. <clears throat> and I decided to, to go down the communication studies path. And while I was in college, I was involved in a lot of extracurricular activities. I was in my... Um, campus's Hellenic Society. As I mentioned in my About Me episode, I am 100% Greek. And I was in the Hellenic Society, which was really fun. Um, I joined Ed 2010 at TCNJ, which was a journalism group. And I was, uh, it, I'll backtrack. So in Hellenic Society, I ended up becoming the vice president my junior year. Um, in Ed 2010, I was the social media specialist I did her campus, TCNJ, where I was the blog editor for a semester, and then I became the campus correspondent, which is like the editor-in-chief my senior year. Um, I did, what else did I do? Um, I did Lambda Pi Eta, which is the Communication Honor Society, and I did Alpha Z Delta, which um, I was one of the founding sisters, the first class, um, so we were a new chapter on campus. So... Outside of the extracurricular activities where I was getting kind of um, almost like real life experience in the communication and marketing field, I did three internships. My first internship was my junior year, um, spring semester junior year, where I was at Princeton University Press and I did um, social media for them. That was a quick-ish commute to... Um, TCNJ. 
And then I went to a digital marketing agency where I was a marketing intern starting in the summer. So I started in August before school um, went back and went through December. And then that was my senior fall semester. And then senior spring, I did another digital marketing agency where I was another social media intern and did that from February till May when I graduated. And then I graduated from college and I was applying to jobs, just any marketing job in New York City and New Jersey, trying to figure out um, where I'd wanted to go. And I told myself that if I didn't get a full-time job by August, I would start doing a part-time job. I was I think I was babysitting um, for a bit that summer um, while looking for jobs because I wanted to start working and I also had a student loan payment that I needed to pay off, Um, which I can talk more about that in another episode. I'm thinking I can do an episode maybe on like my thoughts on budgeting and trying to set something up like that. Let me know if you're interested. Plugging my Instagram again, at smorehappiness. or at Stephanie or Fanakos, message me on there. Let me know if you want me to do an episode on that, on budgeting. I'm not an expert at all. Um, okay, so I ended up getting my first full-time post-grad job at a digital marketing agency in New Jersey. I was the digital marketing coordinator. And I started out as a contractor there for two weeks. And then they brought me on full-time. And... Um, I was there until for until May, so about like 10 months or so. The experience that I had there was really great because I highly, highly, highly recommend that if you're a communication major or marketing major to start out in a digital marketing agency for your first like job because you get to wear a lot of hats. You get exposure to a lot of different um, industries and different types of work and you can figure out what you like and what you don't like and you just grow a lot because especially if you're at like a smaller digital marketing agency like I was the team was about 15 people it was an open office space um I have a lot of fun like memories from working there I learned a lot I grew a lot um I can go into more detail maybe in another episode if I can dedicate one to like tips for starting your first full-time job Um, but yeah, it was a great first job. I'm really thankful for that experience. Um, it came to a point though, where I was wanting to try working for a corporation. Um, to be frank, one of the downsides of digital marketing agencies are you are paid a lot less than you would be at a corporation. Um, so I wanted to try my hand at a corporation and also be in a a larger place with more opportunities um to grow and expand um so uh that's I made a jump I went to a fortune 500 company I don't really want to say the name on of this of it on this podcast um I was there for six months and I quit that job before I had something else lined up um In hindsight, that was a really, really stupid decision, Um, as my parents told me many times. Honestly, as I get older, I'm realizing that our parents are 
actually right. And I was talking about it with a friend um, over tea last week um, where I was saying, where we were agreeing that like our parents are actually right. Um, yeah, I guess like those are some things that you learn when you're 25. Um, it was a new role and they didn't have much work for me to do. So I ended up, um, going into work. It was eight to five were my hours and I would have nothing to do. Um, I tried to kind of start projects up or initiatives and stuff like that, but it just wasn't happening and yeah the I just I felt honestly I felt very guilty going into a job where I was not doing much work because they're paying me a lot of money and from my opinion like after the agency like I was getting paid a lot more at the corporation and I felt super guilty just going in and doing nothing and then just getting paid for it and I I know if you're listening you're probably like what the hell like I guess I'm allowed to curse on this. I don't know. Um, why are you walking away from a job like that? Um, mentally, it just was very draining going in and not feeling like I was being productive and not feeling like I was contributing and just not seeing much possibility for growth there. And in the role and just in general as the company, it had a weird vibe from the company. And um, I ended up walking away from that. And I started doing some freelance writing on the side um, while figuring out what my next step was going to be. So I left that. I was there for six months from May to November. And I left that job um, in November. And from November until April... So November to December, I was like really focusing on freelance writing and trying to like build that. And then in December, I was like, you know what? I want another job in a corporation. They can't all be like this. So I started my search again to my job search. And I applied for the job that I have now in February. I was applying to other places and interviewing with other places as well. In the meantime, um, I had went applied there in February and went in for an interview at the beginning of March, was offered the job in March and started in April of 2018, which I can't believe it's been almost two years because holy cow, I went by so fast, kind of, but also just, I don't know. It's cool that this has been like the longest company that I've been at because I feel like there are so many positives with sticking with the company and get just gaining more experience with the process and how things work and um yeah so um that's where I'm at now in my current role I do a lot of writing which is really awesome um and some content management essentially let me I'll pull up what I have on my LinkedIn so I can be more specific as to what I do I don't know I always find that it's hard for me to talk about what I do with my job because I do I do a lot um but I don't I don't know so okay I develop and execute the content strategy for internal and external communication so that's emails um we use Pardot which is part of Salesforce 
I'm not a big fan of Pardot, to be honest, um, but it's been interesting getting to learn that platform. And I actually implemented it for my team, um, like the marketing aspect of it. We had to do something with forms, but yeah, um, I did not create the forms aspect, but um, I oversee the implementation of the email marketing system and a project management tool, which is Basecamp. Um, provide direction and advertising strategies for new products. Project manage rebranding projects by coordinating with a cross-functional team to ensure a smooth transition, identifying interdependencies, and providing status updates to the leadership team. And I coached summer interns by delegating tasks and providing guidance on assignments. Um, that's what I have on my LinkedIn and what um, kind of like an overarching view of what I do. Every day is different. Um, at work, which is cool. Uh, there's a lot of projects that we work on as a marketing team, and it's nice to be able to kind of see a broader view of what's going on with the organization. Um, I really like to be creative, and it's awesome to get the opportunity to be creative at work. And also, my team is amazing. Um, we all get along very well, and it's super fun going into work every day with them. So, that is kind of my career story. Um, and now I want to get into seven lessons that I've learned in my career, which is a blog on smorehappiness.com. Um, it's called Seven Lessons I Learned in My Seven Lessons Learned in My Career. And I posted this last year, almost uh, on January 28th, 2019. So before I actually get into the blog post, I want to talk about briefly the job that I'm at now in terms of how I envisioned the job that I have now while I was in college. Um, your One of the things, actually one of the lessons that I have on here is that your first few jobs will not be the dream job you pictured and that is extremely true. Um, I don't know about you, but in college, I thought a lot about what my life post-grad would look like. Um, I and when I was graduating I remember feeling like whoa this is kind of scary because I don't know what's next for me you know you go from elementary school to middle school to high school to college you always have that like next step planned out for you and you always have that like big goal that you're working towards and now I have a big goal that I'm working towards as well I don't really want to talk about it on here but um yeah at least I don't want to talk about it yet but um it took a little while to come up with a big goal for myself of what my next step would be, like what I'm working towards and where I want to be in my career. And in your 20s, I feel like it's just exciting. It could be scary to view it if you want to be a bit more pessimistic and be like, whoa, like, I don't know what's out there. Like, what's go what's going to happen to me? What's all that? But it's actually really exciting to not know what the next five years hold in terms of like what's going to happen with with our careers um yeah so I don't know it's kind of a little bit of a tangent but okay so one of the the number one thing that I learned is that organization is key I mean I, I learned that in college as well because when you have a heavy workload you need to manage your assignments etc the same thing happens with work too 
you are now responsible for managing your workload and making sure that you meet deliverables and hitting targets. Um, so it's important to be very organized. I kind of go a little bit overboard with my organization just because I love being organized. I love the happy planner. Um, I actually have a couple. I have one for work. I have one for my blog slash podcast. And I have one like personal one that I like to decorate. It's fun. Um, but I have a planner where I write down like my daily tasks, like what I want to get done that day. I also utilize OneNote, um, which is Microsoft's product because um, I have Microsoft at work. I love Apple though. Apple products I love. Um, I use Apple personally, but I use Microsoft, Dell, I don't even know my computers at work, but I use that kind of processing system at work. So, which is Windows processing, not Microsoft. Microsoft is OneNote, but okay. Anyway, um, I use OneNote to be organized and I have like a running list of tasks there. Um, I also take meeting notes in there in OneNote and jot down some ideas there as well. Um, I also, what's helpful to be organized too is when you meet with your boss, I have one-on-ones with my boss every week, which is something um, more of like a corporate type thing that you would do. I did have some one-on-ones with my boss at the digital marketing agency, but those were a lot less, I don't know, it's kind of more like check-in points there. So I meet with my boss once a week and what I like to do uh, during the week is if I think of something that I want to discuss with her that can wait until our one-on-one that doesn't need to be emailed or spoken about beforehand, I'll just make a list of things to discuss with her on our one-on-one in OneNote and then I open that up in our meeting and then start taking notes there. Um, so yeah, that's helpful to me organized. I also... In my Outlook, I organize all of my emails. I, ha- I file everything away because I want to be able to easily find things if I need things. Um, you never know when a certain project that you did last year might need to be re-referenced this year. Um, so I also organize some of my tasks there. I have a folder to do where I drag and drop like different emails that need to get done in there just because I don't like a cluttered inbox. Um, it stresses me out having that. So I like to clear and organize my inbox in a way that makes sense for me. I know I recognize that this is kind of a little bit overboard with organization. I just like to be on top of things because if not, then I feel like it'll stress me out more. And so I like to be able to make sure that I'm getting things done on time and am understanding of where things are in the process. And if I need to follow up with people, I, I actually started making a note this year, one of the things that I found last year is when my workload gets really, really hectic, which happens a lot, and I have a lot of meetings and a lot of deliverables, and I work on a lot of different projects involving a lot of different, um, what's the corporate word for this? Stakeholders, yes. <laughs> involving a lot of stakeholders, I find that I need to follow up with people to keep projects on track. And when I get very busy, sometimes I forget to follow up with people because other things pop up on my plate. And so I'm not remembering who I need to follow up with and what I need to follow up with them about. So what I did this year is create an Excel spreadsheet called follow up where I have the date, 
the contact, the note as to what I need to follow up with them for, and then a date that I want to follow up with them on, and then an update column. So that helps me. Maybe that'll help you too if you have a lot going on. Um, the next lesson that I have that I wrote down here is that your first few jobs will not be the dream job you pictured. And I briefly talked about that previously. Um, the job that I'm at now, I really love because not only do I get to be creative and I get to work with a lot of different areas of the business and the people are great. It also offers me a lot of, um, personal benefits like vacation time which I am planning on taking advantage of this year because I'm traveling to a lot of different places, which I'm very, very, very excited about. And I can chat more about that in the future. Um, or follow me on Instagram as well, at Stephanie Orfanakos and at more happiness because you will see pictures from my travels there. Um, but I also get flexibility with my work hours and I get to work from home um, one day a week, which is really great. Um, so yeah, where I'm at now, like I love um, my other jobs. I, I enjoyed, obviously not the second job I didn't enjoy as much, but I did learn things from that career that, I mean, not that career, um, from that job that were beneficial to me. And by the way, so these lessons, I'm reading the, the lesson itself, but I'm not really reading. I wrote a couple paragraphs underneath each lesson. I'm not really reading that right now. So if you do want to check out the, that post for additional content it is on my blog more happiness seven things i learned uh what is it called again seven lessons learned in my career um okay the next thing that i learned that i learned is that you are not defined by your job title or what you do from nine to five so i personally um have known people who have been laid off from work and i've seen the toll that it takes on people, understandably, because it's your source of income. Um, but I also believe that it became an identity thing. Um, when you lose a job, it's kind of your identity. And I feel like we should not be defined by what we do from nine to five. Um, I think that we should be driven and, you know, we obviously should have a job. Um, but jobs are temporary and the role that you have today may not be the role that you're in next time this year um and so now i'm kind of reading what i wrote here for a bit just because it helped me get my thoughts out but if we start identifying ourselves by what we do in our careers when that eventually goes away because we decide we want to try something new get downsized or retired it will become a lot harder to adjust to that circumstance and we may also have a hard time accepting that a new career path is right for us because our, our, our identity is so rooted in one line of work. So just some food for thought. Um, I think we should be defined by our values and what we enjoy doing outside of work. And Penny might start barking right now because she heard something. It's okay, Penny. Okay, I think we're good. Um, another lesson that I learned is to create a balanced life. Um, I think that having a balanced life is crucial because, like I mentioned above, you don't want your life to be defined by work. You want to have hobbies outside of work. You want to make time for relationships and your own personal goals outside of your professional goals. So some, some of the things that I like to do to help create a balanced life are grab dinner with a friend, go to the gym, read a book, journal, spend time with Penny, my dog. 
The next lesson that I learned is discover what aspects you enjoy and which you could do without in the next role. I think part of the reason why I'm so happy in my role right now is because I realized what I wanted out of a job based on my previous two job experiences that helped get me to where I am today. So for instance, in my first job, it was writing all the time. I wrote, let me see, I have this on my LinkedIn. Um, I wrote, I developed and executed a content strategy for over 85 blog articles per month for a variety of clients. And then on top of that, I led a team of freelancers to complete 30 articles for clients monthly. So I was basically doing a lot of writing and a little bit of project management with that because I was project managing their, um, one of their largest clients actually. Um, so I was doing a lot of writing and I also had a blog. I have, I, like I mentioned in my about me, I think I've had the blog since 2014. So it, it got to the point where I didn't like writing as much anymore because I was doing way too much of it at work. My next job, I thought I want to do writing, but not as much. I ended up doing like very, very little writing there. And I was like, I miss the writing aspect of my job. So the job that I have now is the perfect balance of writing, editing, project managing, and um, strategy, which I love. Um, It's a perfect blend. But it took me to have those other jobs to realize that what I wanted was actually a balance, which is funny because I just talked about balance as my previous lesson. But yeah. Um, the next lesson that I learned is that it is okay to change your mind about your career multiple times. I don't know how many times I can tell you that I've changed my mind about my career. I've changed it so many times. Even in my current role, there were times where I was thinking, is this the right path for me? Is this what I should be doing with my life? Um, what do I want to be doing? Uh, these are all thoughts that I, that I have, you know, from time to time that come across my head. And I think the thoughts are healthy to have, um, they're natural to have and to think what you want to do with your career and your life and planning for the future um but yeah just want if you're changing if you're thinking you want to switch your career path and I personally like I mentioned previously I was thinking about being a teacher there was a time in my career where I thought I was gonna um, quit my job to go back to school to be a teacher I decided not to do that and I'm happy with my decision um But if you want to change your, I know I have friends who have changed what they wanted to do and went back to school to pursue a different career path. And it's, it's normal. It's natural to have these thoughts and to want to do that. Um, yeah. So just want to tell you that it's okay if you do that. (laughs) Not that you need my okay. Obviously it's your life. So (laughs) do what's best for you. Um, and the last lesson that I have here is be confident in your abilities, open to learning, and don't be afraid to speak up. Don't be afraid to speak up and share your opinions on projects and initiatives. Um, there is a time and place to share those ideas because you need to understand the company and its history with certain projects before sharing your thoughts, but don't be afraid to do so. Um, and just be confident in yourself and your abilities. You know what you're doing. You are a, a capable person. And yeah, um, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening um, and hope you have a great day. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, please, at Stephanie Orfanakos and at Smore Happiness. Bye.